You're listening to The Nancy Gaines Show. The goal of this podcast is to help business owners be successful and gain the advantage. Nancy has helped some of today's top Fortune 500 companies across a wide spectrum of industries work through their toughest challenges. She can help you too. So if you can't find the solutions you need, there are no more books to read or workshops to attend. The Nancy Gaines Show can be the difference between your success and failure. And now your host, Nancy Gaines. Hi, this is Nancy Gaines, and welcome to the Nancy Gaines Show, where we provide actionable ideas for entrepreneurs to grow their business and be even more productive. The focus of today's podcast is all about hiring remote freelancers, and I'm super excited to have a very special guest with me, Nathan Hirsch. Let me tell you all about him. He is a serial entrepreneur, an expert in remote hiring, and an e-commerce guru. He has sold, since 2010, well over $25 million worth of product to his e-commerce business, and he is now the founder and CEO of FreeUp.com the hands-on hiring marketplace connecting hundreds of online business owners with reliable, pre-vetted remote workers. He's been on top podcasts, including Entrepreneur on Fire and Eventual Millionaire, and he speaks about the most effective online hiring tactics. Welcome, Nate. Thanks for sharing part of your day. What else do you want to add to that introduction? Uh, Nancy, thanks so much for having me. I know that introduction did me well. I've been an entrepreneur since I was 20, I've never had a real job, and uh, I really enjoy helping other entrepreneurs, other business people um, free up their time and be able to get outside the daily operations of their business so they can focus on growing it. Awesome. I think we've got the same mission in mind, so that's really, really cool. So let me jump right into some questions. You, well, why don't you tell us a little bit about your company, and then I'll ask my first question. Yeah, sure. So when I started my first company, which was an Amazon business, and I learned all about the remote hiring world, I became addicted to it, obsessed with it, because before that, I was competing with all the businesses around me for the talent in my city and the city around me. And when I learned about the remote hiring world, all of a sudden I had access to this great talent from across the U.S. and the Philippines and South Africa, wherever it was. And I I built a VA army, that's what I called it, And it was so awesome, but at the same time, it took up so much of my time. I found myself doing less of the things I enjoyed, which was building processes and systems and marketing and growth and expansion and more time interviewing and hiring, and it just took forever. So I wanted to come up with a better way. And that's when I came up with FreeUp, where instead of going on these other marketplaces like the Upworks, the Fivers of the world, posting a job, getting 100 applicants, interviewing them one by one, which takes forever – we get hundreds of applicants every week. We vet them for skill, attitude, communication, and make them available to clients quickly, first come, first serve, and protect them on the back end if the freelancers ever quit. That is awesome. So I know on your website you are able to narrow hundreds of applications down to the top 1%. What is the criteria to make the top 1%? Yeah, so we reject 99 out of every 100 applicants we get. So we're very picky. And we base it on skill, attitude, and communication. We found that so many people, they just focus on the skill, someone who has a great resume, someone who has 10 years of experience. And then they have a bad hiring experience, and they wonder, why did it all go wrong if this person's so good? And we found that it's because they're focused too much on the skill and not on the attitude and the communication. When I talk about attitude, I look for people 
that are that are passionate about what they do. They are not just in it for the paycheck. Um, they're in it. If if I am hiring a bookkeeper and I hate bookkeeping, I want the bookkeeper to love bookkeeping as much as I love being an entrepreneur. And when I'm dealing with communication, I want people who I don't have to track down who can give me estimates um, and hit estimates. Um, people who can follow whatever communication style I like, whether it's Slack or Trello or WhatsApp. So we have 15 pages of communication best practices that freelancers have to memorize and get tested on before they get in the platform. And we only add people that pass the communication, the attitude, and the skill. That is so cool. I love that you've already pre-vetted everyone. So people are probably more familiar with Elance and Fiverr since they've been around probably a little longer than you have. How do you differentiate freed up and stay competitive? Yeah, it's all about speed. So it, it takes you so long to go on those marketplaces. And, I mean, they're huge. If you want to pick from a big pool, they are way bigger than us. But at the same time, it could take you weeks to find the right person. We fill requests within 24 hours or less. So we have clients that put in a request, and within a few hours, they're getting started on the project. And at no other marketplace is that remotely possible. So uh, the other cool thing about us is on the back end, yes, we have 24-7 support. I have assistants that monitor my Skype, my email, 24-7 when I'm on podcasts, when I'm sleeping, um, making sure that clients have someone always to talk to. And I'm very available as well. But we also have a no turnover guarantee. If a, a worker quits for any reason, we cover all replacement costs and get the client a new worker right away. So they never take a step backwards. So we're much faster on the front end, and we protect them on the back end. That's really cool. So since your background is in e-commerce, are most of these people e-commerce, or do you cover the wide range of skills that it, Elance Fiverr covers? Yeah, it's funny because – when we started this, we were like, okay, we've been selling on Amazon for eight years. We have a, a good Rolodex of Amazon freelancers. Let's make them available to people. So we started off as an Amazon marketplace. And those Amazon sellers really loved the service, and they started telling their other people in the e-commerce community. So all of a sudden, we were getting requests, hey, can you do the same thing for Shopify, for Walmart, for my own website? And we started getting new freelancers for that and filling those requests. And as that got bigger, they started to tell their other friends, other business owners that were real estate agents or business coaches or agencies. And, and so we really expanded from there to the point where now we are full service. We do have everything from Facebook ad people to marketers and graphic designers and writers and customer service and data entry, the whole wide range, even though it didn't start that way. And tell us how the payment works. Do you take a portion of that or do they pay the person they're working with directly, the freelancer? Yeah, we make billing easy. We keep their bank account or credit card on file. Our billing periods are Wednesday to Tuesday, and we charge them every Thursday. So um, we also pay the freelancer the following Thursday, so you have a week to dispute any invoice before the freelancer gets paid. So it's a pretty fast, automated process. Clients can log into their account at any time and, and see what's been, been billed to them so far. That's really cool. So I'm sure people listening to this podcast may be thinking, wow, maybe I should be a freelancer. What makes an ideal freelancer besides skills, attitude, and communication? How can they up their chances of really getting picked? Yeah, I mean, we're looking for people with experience, people who have been doing uh, freelancing for a while, people who really care about their clients and like to build relationships. I have a great relationship with clients all over the world and freelancers all over the world. And, and, and we're looking for very similar-minded people. And if you are a freelancer out there that's perfected their craft, I, I strongly encourage you to apply to get on the marketplace. And it, it's such a great community of people. I was just in the Philippines uh, for the first time last week, and 
we threw an event. We were like, hey, we have food, we have drinks. Anyone that wants to show up can. can. There's no pressure, no obligation, and we had over 100 people show up. And it was incredible just being in a room with similar-minded people, people who actually care about their clients, who care about the community, people who are really good at what they do, and that's really what we look for. And what proportion are U.S. versus international? We're about 40% U.S., 40% Philippines, and 20% scattered around the world. That's cool. That is amazing. So how long have you been doing this? Because this is a brilliant idea. Thank you. Uh, This is year three right now. I always think the first two years of business are hard. You're more experienced because you started earlier than I did, but did you think the first two years were kind of tough? Yeah. I mean, getting from zero to a million, it's always hard. And and I always say, once you get to one million, that's when people start watching you. Once you get to five million, um, that's when people start trying to copy you. So um, it, it only gets harder from here. I, I, this is my second company. I'm well aware of it, but it, it, it all comes down to talented people. I mean, hiring talented people, surrounding yourself with talented people, it, it makes you look good. It makes it makes you a lot of money, and and that's what I always encourage clients to do to to make sure that you have a strong team before you before you just charge full steam ahead. You have to have those pieces in place to help you continue to get to those next goals. Absolutely. So you passed the million. Are you past the five million yet? We are. We did five million last year. Our, our run rate right now is between seven and eight million. Congratulations! That is really amazing. Is your are your parents really proud of you? <laughs> so yes, yes, they are, and they're incredible. They're, they've been so supportive. Um, my parents are both teachers, so my mentality throughout my entire childhood was get good grades in high school, get into a good college, graduate, get a good job, and, and work for thirty years, retire. Because that that's what both of them did. So. I, I think at first when I was like, Mom and Dad, I'm starting my own business. I'm, I'm turning down these internships. Or I, at one point, I quit my internships to become an entrepreneur full-time uh, when I was a sophomore in college. Um, they were a little uneasy. They were like, why, why did we pay – or why did you pay to go to college? Um, why, why did we invest all this time? Are you sure? There, there's risk involved. And, and they just wanted me to be happy, and they were supportive even though they were uneasy. And uh, now, I mean, you couldn't ask for better parents, and, and of course they're proud. That's really, really cool. So for business owners, who are the ideal business owners that should use this service? <laughs> it's funny because if you had asked me a year and a half ago, I would have been like e-commerce sellers. We're great for e-commerce sellers. But yesterday I had five phone calls, and I think two of them were lawyers. One of them owned a brick-and-mortar store. One was a business coach, and one was a graphic design agency. So the full spectrum and, and not what you would expect to be hiring virtual assistants I read an article the other day that within the next five to 10 years, the remote workforce is going to take over 50% of the current U.S. workforce. If you're a business owner out there and you're not taking advantage of hiring remote workers, your competitors are, and you, you really need to dive into it. There's very few businesses that can't hire remote. Even if you have a warehouse, you need warehouse staff, maybe you're, you're running a store, there are still other things you can take off your plate with virtual assistants, whether it's small data entry work or bookkeeping, whether it's someone to build your site or market your site or rank you higher on Google. There's so much that you can do, and it really applies to all businesses. I totally agree with that. That is one of the first things I say as a business consultant when I'm working with small business owners. We have got to remove you from running everything in the business. You need to outsource. And people kind of freak out at first because they're like, I don't want to give up control. But once they hire that first person and see how easy it is and how much it frees their mind to focus on really growing the business, they're like fans forever. So I would love to refer people to your site because this is really cool. Yeah, I appreciate it. Like you said, it's very addicting. 
Um, if you have bad hiring experiences, it can really turn you off from hiring. But if you have really good ones and you don't spend a lot of time on it and, and you see how surrounding yourself with smart people advances you further, it's incredibly addicting. And a lot of the clients, they don't want to stop. They, they want to keep putting in requests and keep getting access to this talent. Yeah, definitely. So in the U.S., because we're in 75 countries, so we'll have some non-U.S. listeners, but in the U.S., we are required by taxes to send a tax form to anybody we pay $600 or more to in a year. Do you take care of that, or do the business owners have to do that? We do, and I don't want to go too much into it because I don't like giving legal or accounting advice, um, but we handle all of that. It's called a 1099-K because we act as a payment processor. Um, so clients can 1099 our business if they if their accountant advises them to at the end of the year, um, but we handle the, the 1099s with the contractor using the 1099-K. Awesome. That is, a lot of people ask if they have to deal with all that, so it's nice that you guys take care of it. You know, We don't have to go into the details either, but just knowing that you're in, on top of that is really, really cool. So if you had to do something different in this particular business, obviously you've got a lot of success, but what would you change if you had a, a do-over, a mulligan? Hey, yeah, so there's three parts to, to running a marketplace like this, right? You've got the getting clients, getting freelancers, and then you've got the software that connects it all together. So I think at the beginning, we were way more focused on the freelancers and the clients than we were on the software. So while we gave users a good experience, the software was always dragging behind. People would go and, and they're like, hey, you're doing a million dollars a year. We expect We have a certain standard that we expect when we log into your software, and I think we weren't hitting that standard, and, and we were always kind of apologizing for it and, hey, we'll get to it. We're going to update it. And after a while, we, we realized, okay, we need to start investing in this software. We need to bring it up to speed. And, and even last Sunday, we, we just launched this brand-new software update, and we have another one coming pretty soon to just continue to improve that experience because, I mean, we can't compete with the Upworks of the world. They have a huge software budget. But at the same time, there are standards that we want to hit to make sure our clients and our freelancers have the best possible experience. Absolutely. And do you think most of the freelancers freelance for multiple sites, or do they get enough work that they can stay pretty busy? It really depends. We don't make anyone exclusive. You can't do that with a contractor anyway. Um, they are more than welcome to get outside clients. And honestly, it's really on us. If we're bringing them good clients that fill them up, great, do it through FreeUp. If for whatever reason they're a graphic designer and we're not getting a lot of graphic design jobs this week, we expect them to be able to provide for their family and grow their freelance business and to get jobs elsewhere. So it, it, it depends on the person. We have plenty of people who might have three clients with FreeUp and maybe they have a small part-time client on the side or, or they don't and they're just FreeUp. And then there are other people that might have a huge client outside FreeUp and, and they have a few small projects in FreeUp. And, and that always changes ups and, up and down depending on when projects start and end or, or if something is the long-term or short-term. Cool. Well, we talked about a lot of stuff. We kind of touched on different things. Why don't you give the website and spell it because it's got an unusual spelling. And is there anything cool on the website you want to direct people to look at in particular? Yeah, so if you go to freeup.com with three E's, uh, that is the website. My calendar is right at the top. I, I'd love to book a time with anyone listening, talk about their business, how I can help, um, give any advice that I can. You can also create a free account. There's no sign-up fee, no obligation, no minimums. Uh, it's in our best interest to get you people that you like and put in a request if you need someone, see how fast that we work. The other cool thing is we have a free up blog. If you go to freeup.com with three E's slash blog, we're really proud of it. We're putting out lots of great content on how to hire freelancers, how to manage them, how to manage them remotely, um, how to grow a 
grow pretty much a, uh, your Rolodex of dependable people that you can count on and to get the most out of them setting expectations. And there's so much great content out there, whether you've never hired before or you've had bad hiring experiences or you just want to up your game and, and you're very experienced. Very cool. So do you mind sharing one or two tips on how to manage remote workers so everybody it's a win-win for everybody? Absolutely. So I, I get a lot of client calls. Uh, that they're like, hey, I've been working with this freelancer for four months. It's not working out. We've wasted so much time, so much energy. Like, we have to replace them. But what would you do in this situation? And, and, and my normal answer is obviously we need to change it and swap them out and get someone else. But I, if it was me, I would never let it get to the point where it was month four and now I'm like, okay, this guy is not doing a good job. For me, I treat hiring as an investment. It's an investment in my time, my energy, my money. So I need to find out very early on if they're an investment. And that means that if I have a huge website project and I hire a developer, I'm giving them one page to do, two pages to do, with a hard deadline, hard expectations. I provide feedback and, and make sure that they're open to taking the feedback, making sure they have that positive attitude and, and strong communication skills. And I'm finding out within day one, two, three, four, whether they're someone I can work with. I'm not finding out months later. And I think that is just one quick tip that will save people listening out there so much time and money. If you can spend more time early on determining if someone's a good fit, and it will save you a lot of time down the line. That's so cool. I love that. And you're right. People, I think people kind of feel invested after several months, and they're like, well, maybe it's just me. I should stick it out. But you're right. Cut, cut the losses and make adjustments as needed. Do less of uh, what's not working and more of what is working, right? Exactly. And, and no one has a 100% hiring record, right? That, that doesn't exist. You're, you're always going to make mistakes. Things happen that are outside of your control. You have to focus on the systems, focus on the process, focus on improving and improving next time. And that, that's the way that you continue to improve your hiring process and make better hires in the future. Absolutely. So are you ready for the standard fun question, Nate? Yes. Everyone gets this one. If you had one more hour in your day, 25 hours every day, how would you spend your extra hour? <laughs> by an extra hour. I would honestly spend it away from work. I work a lot. Um, <laughs> there are other things that need my attention, whether it's my girlfriend, my friend, my, my friends, my dog, um, <laughs> whatever it is. If I had that extra hour in the day, I have a 20-person team. They do a great job, and, and I would use that extra free time to enjoy the perks of being an entrepreneur, right? Because there's no point in being an entrepreneur if you don't have time to step away from the business and go out there and enjoy life. Absolutely. That's a great answer, and I love that, too, because I'm all about getting people back at least at least one hour in their day to do what they really enjoy doing. So love that answer. For people who want to work more closely with you, you already told that you can, they can schedule a phone call with you. Any other ways you want to connect, maybe social media? Yeah, so we have an online hiring mastermind group that your, people are welcome to join on Facebook. We post a lot of tips in there, help people with their problems. Um, we also... And you can follow us on Facebook, follow us on Instagram, follow us on Twitter. Um, we're always posting new podcasts, new blog articles, new videos that we're making. We try to bring as much content as we possibly can to the table to help other people. Awesome. Nate, is there anything else you want to add that I didn't think to ask you? Yeah, I have one quick tip. Um, if you are hiring out there, Keep in mind diversifying. Just like you would diversify your stock portfolio, you diversify your revenue stream, you want to diversify your hiring as well. You don't want to fall into a situation like I did early on where you put all your eggs in one basket, you teach someone to do everything, they, they really run your business, and they quit, they get pregnant, they get sick, whatever it is, and 
all of a sudden that can set you back months. So really diversify as much as possible. You don't need to go overboard if you're a solo entrepreneur doing less than a million. You don't need 20 different VAs. But if you have five different tasks, hire two or three different people. Try to make sure that you're protected in case someone does leave. That's great advice. Awesome. And I like the diversity, how you tied it into a portfolio. Totally makes sense. Nate, thanks so much for taking time to be on the show today. Lots and lots of valuable tips. Listeners, I just added some rapid results day on my calendar for Q2. This is where you and I work together for a full day to accelerate your business instead of coaching week by week. Go to nancygaines.com slash rapid results to learn more. And if you love this show, please subscribe, rate, and review on iTunes. It helps other people find us. And until next time, go out and gain the advantage. You've been listening to The Nancy Gaines Show, where you can gain the advantage. To schedule a VIP strategy day or speed consulting session with Nancy, connect with her on her website, nancygaines.com. That's Nancy, G-A-I-N-E-S dot com. On Twitter, Nancy L. Gaines. And on LinkedIn, Nancy Gaines. Be sure to check back on Nancy's website for new episodes. Until next time, you've been listening to The Nancy Gaines Show. Go out and gain the advantage.